grab your coffee. It's time for an episode of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative. I'm your host, Melissa Da Silva. Hello, Chit Chatters. I hope all of you are well. I have to say that I have been doing very well. I have been in Puerto Rico now for about six weeks, and I am more in love with it each and every day. I think it's important for us to be in touch with what feeds our souls. A lot of times we ignore this because we just feel that it's unattainable or just plain weird. It's natural for humans not to want to stand out of the pack because we don't want this to cause us any harm or to feel that we are not welcome amongst our fellow species. And this has been what has helped us survive as species for thousands of years. But now things are different and we really need to be in touch with what makes us grow and what makes us the magnificent people that we are. But unfortunately, sometimes for many of us, feeling like we need to fit into this societal mold is almost life-sucking. Creatives like myself and my guest today understand this all too well. Our world seems to have this sort of creativity deficit. We're told when we're young not to daydream too long, and technology has relieved us of having to use our imaginations very often. My guest today has used the opportunity of the pandemic to share her art with the rest of the world and offer classes that inspire others to tap into their own creativity. I found Maggie Sherrar on Facebook this year. I was drawn to her videos and her art. It's amazing what she's able to produce in just a short amount of time. The way the pieces come to her, I think, is really interesting, and I hope that you do as well. Maggie is also a member of our Facebook group, and if you are not already a member of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative Podcast group, make sure that you join us because we share lots of different tips, tricks, and just a great community to be a part of. And so now here's my interview with Maggie Sherrar. Hello, Chit Chatters. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative. I am so absolutely awestruck today because I have Maggie Sherrard today. And Maggie, I have been watching her for so long on Facebook. And I have to tell you, like whenever I see your videos come up, it's almost like a soothing thing that comes up. And I think I haven't seen you since I've been on Facebook, like since we connected on there. And I've yeah. just been in awe of like everything that you're doing. So please tell my audience what you do. Oh yeah. And by the way, you're also a birth doula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of hats, you know, a lot of roles I, I've played and, and pull from. So yeah, I basically have taken on this role and identity of being a uh, energetic visual healer. So I started off like just wanting to be an artist that hung in galleries and all these things. And, and slowly I realized that like what I'm actually doing is more of healing work and that I don't really fit into a genre of art, you know, like I'm a contemporary artist, but what I'm doing is more about a feeling and transmuting and channeling and connecting. So when the pandemic hit, I started doing these energetic healing portraits for people because we all needed 
kind of like an anchor, you know, something to connect with and uh, something to help us kind of like have a, a visual tool, you know, like I wanted to bring people together and also, yeah, bring a, about that like soothing thing. So I started taking commissions and painting them live on Facebook and and trying to play music, but Facebook has been giving me a really hard time with music lately. So usually I, I do a little ambient and I ask my client what kind of energy they would like infused in their artwork. So we talk a little bit about what they want. They can request some symbols, but then the rest is up to me. So this is like really unique of commission work because usually I work very closely with the client on exactly what they want. But on this one, it's more about like the feeling that they want infused in the piece. And so I paint it all live in one sitting. So that's also unique. Is that you are banging them out left and right. I was like, how is that possible? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I first was doing it, and my kids actually were going to bed at a decent hour. <laughs> like they would go to bed at like 8 p.m. And I would do like three paintings in one night. But like pretty quickly, I realized that wasn't sustainable. So now I do two a week. <laughs> wow. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm not the only one that feels that watching you do these painting is soothing. That's right. I have a lot of people who are like, oh, I watch for it and I put it on. And, you know, there is this element of ASMR to it. I don't know if whoever's listening is familiar with ASMR, but there is a sound aspect to it that's really soothing. But then there's also the visual of watching the watercolor spread. And so that is like a satisfying visual aspect that is very soothing for our our sensory experience. Yes. And I actually recently wrote about that too. It's like, I just love watching the watercolor bleed. Yeah. On the canvas. It's just like this magical thing that happens and it just goes where it wants to go. And that's it's right. Just amazing. And it's just like, wow, that's so meditative and yet so simple at the same time. Yeah. I just love it. And so how long have you been doing this for? Well, I so I've been painting for since I was little. I've always been obsessed with like faces and eyes. Since I was a little girl, I would paint like girls all the time. I was just always painting people. And then I started selling artwork professionally online about six years ago. And it's just been slowly building. And now I'm full time. And I've been seriously focusing on the portrait aspect. And now I'm teaching classes and all of this just since the pandemic. So it was um, a moment to like jump, you know, jump full in and just take advantage of the opportunity I was given when my, when my other job was taken away, you know? And that was being the birth doula? No. So I, <laughs> I was a birth doula. I would say the last time I took a client was like probably four years ago, but I worked as a birth doula for a few years. And then I went through a divorce five years ago. So after that, it was really hard to be on call with two kids. And I tried it a few different ways. But, you know, once you're a birth doula, you're always a birth doula. And I hope to step back into that role when my kids are able to like hang out on their own and make their own breakfast, you know, as they go into their teen years. So I'm just kind of waiting for that moment. And I still keep up to date on all the birth world information. And I'm still very, very inspired by birth work. And a lot of what I do 
is pulling from my experience from natural birth and the meditation and space you have to get to to get through birth it's very powerful and so i bring that into my artwork for sure um and into like that the healing yeah like i have seen some pictures of like yes that i can see where that's coming from yeah yeah it's a connection to like source energy universe higher self whatever you want to call it but yeah that was like something i i tapped into when i had my daughter who's turning 10 on the 19th so you know a decade ago yeah. i i really like tapped into like this energy and i've just been running with it since you know i had a sense of it before but like that experience birthing a child at home boo, just you know I've never done it, so it just sounds amazing to me all together. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean it comes out of your body. <laughs> yeah. It's that it's that veil experience, you know? The yeah. veil, like it lifts for a time and you're you're right there. And it is such an extreme experience. But yeah, the actual job I quit doing was just bartending, you know, and being a sober person, I needed to get rid of that job anyway. That wasn't like a, a healthy environment for me. Yeah. So yeah. COVID kind of helped you be able to take that extra leap into your creativity and your artwork. Yeah. It would have taken me a lot longer because I was regularly selling art and I was making like 50% of my income from artwork. And I was still holding on to those weekends at this stable job, <laughs> you know, like just something to rely on. Single mom's got to have something grounded, some sort of anchor. But then I, I just had to choose myself, you know, like I was like, okay, it's time I can do it. And I have been doing it. It's like, I'm stunned. And I think your stuff gets sold so fast too. Like yeah. it is just yeah. amazing what you've been able to do over the past seven, eight months. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. And I'm just like so impressed by the work that you do and the energy that you put into it. And I truly think it's got to be inspiring for other people too, other creatives. Like, yes, like when I see you paint, I want to paint. Like, yeah, this energy that just comes through on Facebook. Now, are you doing it on Instagram too? You know, I've done the live painting a few times on Instagram, but for some reason, I, I find this to be true for a lot of creative people and content makers. There's a platform where you're popping and then there's, you know, the other one, not so much. So I have like a pretty good following on Instagram, but they don't really interact on the live so much. So I'll do it sometimes over there, but Facebook is much more interactive with me. And so that's kind of like my main platform. And then I have a personal Instagram and a business Instagram. And so the business Instagram with my art is definitely still developing and serves more as a platform for a portfolio to say, this is all of my artwork. You don't have to look at my kids or, you know, whatever else. It's just like, that's it. So mostly it's on Facebook. Rarely I'll, I'll jump on Instagram just because it's not as, you know, there's not so many roots there. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. But what about TikTok? Have you stepped into that? Oh, geez. <laughs> I tried. I, I went on to TikTok and I'm, you know, my daughter's 10 and, and she'll be on TikTok sometimes. And so it's funny because it's this generational gap thing. And and I feel like I know what's what's cool and you know, but something about TikTok people would be like, I can't believe that you're not viral yet. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. 
<laughs> but yeah, it it just like TikTok's funny. It's hit or miss, and I don't know what the code is there. And I had a few teenagers every day, every day posting consistency. I think that's what it is, and and so I find that I'm getting like spread thin over many platforms. You know, now I have a Patreon and, you know, three different, three different Facebook profiles. Well, uh, two and then a group and then two Instagrams. And it's just like, boop, 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 boop. so it got to be where I was like, I got to cut one. And so I, I cut TikTok because I just wasn't feeling it. And now Instagram has reels, which is very similar to TikTok. So I just do that. <laughs> now on your Patreon, what are you offering there? Okay. So that is something that's new. When you mentioned, like, when you watch me paint, it makes you want to paint. I was hearing a lot of that. And I actually had the experience of a few artists who are like, I haven't painted in years and now I'm painting. And then one of them is like a full-time artist now. Like she just like, she just tapped right in and started like her successful rise. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. So I started offering beginner watercolor classes and intermediate watercolor classes a few times a month. And I do that on zoom. And then I wanted to bring people into the energetic healing aspect, which is where we do channeling and like emotional processing and then create the artwork. So that's what the Patreon is. Mm -hmm. I keep the beginner and intermediate class separate and I just, you know, post them on Facebook, but the Patreon is about subscribing to a monthly meditative watercolor class. So once a month we cover a theme. Last month we did surrender and I actually have the piece right next to me that we did. So we painted. Thank you. So we all, it's like sip and paint vibes, except we're not drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I bring up the theme. So it was surrender. And then I pick a photograph that is really inspiring to me because that's how I paint. I usually find a photograph on Instagram. Sometimes this is like But this is how I connect everybody is with one image. And then I bring everybody into meditation. And I wrote the meditation last month for surrender. And it was very much like oceanic themed. And it tied in with the photo. And so I guide people through meditation. And then we come out of meditation. And then we pull the visuals that we might have seen or just like the feeling. And then we start painting. So I'm teaching people how to transmute and then apply the energy and it's shadow work a bit as well. So yeah, yeah, tomorrow we're jumping off and we're going to be doing manifestation, which is going to be super fun. And so that's, that's up on my Patreon now. So that's like $40 a month. Now, have you ever thought about doing like a retreat for this, like real life type of thing? Yeah. Like before the pandemic, I was, well, I was thinking of doing the classes anyway, in person. And then there were a lot of questions about like, do I provide the supplies and all these things that were coming up in my mind, but then pandemic happened and I just started doing them virtually. I feel like I'm still building in a lot of ways, my own personal safety container. Cause you don't, you never want to host people and do like this healing thing unless your container is totally solid. And I don't want to be irresponsible. And I feel like I still have a lot of things that I'm working on. And so right now it's very safe to contain it as watercolor classes, you know, like, and bring in some spiritual elements and some healing elements. But 
I think for now, that's where I need to stay. Maybe in a year or so, which will probably perfectly align with the timing of our country reopening in a healthy way. Maybe at that point, I'll feel like I can take on more. So yeah, I've hosted circles before and I, I love guiding meditations and I use movement and exercise and like lifting, like weightlifting as a, a spiritual tool as well. So there's like all these different levels. It would be really cool to like, be like, this is the process. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, what is one piece of advice that you can give all the other creatives out there? I would say create for yourself first. Mm-hmm. And that way you never get tired of it. And then, you know, when things start to sell, it's like a huge bonus because I would be painting no matter what, you know, and I always have. There were years when I hardly sold anything in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And that was before, you know, Facebook was really jamming. That was before there was all these platforms to sell on. And I would just paint for hours and hours and hours because that's what made me feel like connected and stable. So I would say just like do what gives you life, gives you peace, and others will connect to that naturally, you know, in an authentic way. Awesome. Thank you so much, Maggie, for joining me tonight. I feel so honored to have you on. Like, I can't wait for everybody to hear about you and your journey so that they can, you know, experience your magic as well. Like, oh, thank you. And I'm sure we will be connected again. And I'm sure everybody's going to want to follow you on your Facebook and watch you paint and then hopefully join your Patreon too, because that sounds like an amazing opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be awesome and developing even further. So yeah, more to come. Thank you. And I will see you soon on Facebook. That's right. Probably tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Isn't Maggie amazing? Make sure that you join her Patreon and follow her on Facebook and Instagram. And if you are ready to make transformation happen in your life, head over to melissadasilva.com and sign up for a free consultation call with myself and we can see if I can help you with that transformation. So until next time, please keep being amazing and keep loving each other. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.